Hey everyone, and in this part of starting off from the gym and gym tips for beginners, we're going to cover kind of general things with regards to habits and things that people who are generally healthy or have long-term results in the gym and outside the gym, in regards to their physique and their overall health, uh, do. Um, so they're kind of going to go. We're kind of going to go through a ten, a top ten list, I suppose. Uh, but first, let's get the plugs out of the way. So if you want more information like this, you can head to rpmfitness.ie, and of course, if you uh, want to follow us on social media, you can on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter, and all the other ones like that. So, without further ado, we're going to crack into it. So these are kind of. 10 things that general healthy people do or habits they have or things they kind of um, work around in their everyday life that make sure they kind of stay healthy long term and um, live a long and healthy life. So the first thing is, look, when you kind of start off in health and fitness and if you go online or you go around anywhere, you're, you're going to see a lot of kind of things advertised towards you. Um, to get your money and to kind of get you excited and get you in the door or whatever. And a lot of these things are, you know, advertised as tricks or hacks and both of which don't work. You know, superfoods, there's always a new superfood coming out every other week um, or every other month. And then, of course, there's the celebrity workout. So there's a new Marvel movie coming out and this X, X person got in great shape for it. So this is their 12-week program. Or, you know, this is the Wonder Woman movie came out and this is what cheated for that movie. Those kind of things. Um, or someone was, you know, you know, I don't know, 100 pounds overweight and suddenly they lost loads of weight, you know. Uh, you see all these things all the time and the reality is there isn't a holy grail out there. There isn't a single solution. There isn't a simple pill you can take that fixes all the problems. There's no secret, uh, realistically, just like there's no really secret for any kind of success in life. Um, the majority of stuff that comes from uh, healthy lifestyles and healthy living is that um, when it comes to fat loss or success in the gym is that uh, the most important things are habits. Things have to become a habit or a routine and you need discipline as well. So it becomes discipline and those kind of things and your attitude matters and those are the things you control. You control your attitude and how, you, and how much you work and then generally you get success from that. So those are the kind of things that we're going to kind of cover in uh, this topic today. So the first one is um, people who are generally healthy or kind of have a good attitude towards everything kind of don't settle on excuses and everyone has them. Look, everyone's got excuses. You know, it could be your genetics. You know, your parents might be overweight. Or your parents might not be in the best shape. Or you might feel you've got bad genetics. You know, it might be your age. You might feel, look, you're too old to start. Or, you're, you know, your gender, you know, uh, comes with different things. It could be, you know, you have a stressful life. You know, you've got a hard job. You've got a hard, you know, work life, work life environment. Um, you know, your mental health might not be good. You might be starting from a level where you've never done any physical fitness before. You might already be overweight. You might feel you might not have the money to get in shape or you might not have the money to buy healthy food. You might have all these reasons and they all are completely valid, no question. But here's the, here the thing is everyone has um, external factors stopping them from doing what they want. They, everyone has excuses. But you kind of find the time for the things you want to prioritize in your life. So if it's that new TV program that's coming out, like Game of Thrones, generally everyone finds the time that night to watch that episode or find time online or find time in the day to watch that new episode of that TV program they want to watch or they find time for that movie or they find time, you know, for generally things you enjoy. And when it comes to exercise and eating healthy and all those things, it is really easy to cop out with excuses, but most people who are healthy, they get over it. Like it's a dark morning, you don't want to go training. You know, if you really want to do something, you'll find a way to do it. If not, you will, you know, you, as soon as you hit an excuse, you'll stop. And for healthy people who stay in good shape and stay fit and all that, they work around those excuses. They find a way 
to kind of uh, get it done and they make it part of their habit, they make it part of routine and once it's part of your habit and routine it just becomes a part of your life and you get it done. So that's the first thing. Everyone's got excuses um, but you can't settle on them. If you want to be fit, you want to be healthy, you really got to try hard initially to break inertia, get going and get on to the next thing. So the next reason is everybody who generally trains has a why or they have a reason to train or a reason to try and get healthy or a reason to try to exercise. And for everyone, that is different. It could be that you want to be, you know, the next Arnold Schwarzenegger. It could be that you want to be uh, be the best athlete in a certain sport. It could be that you want to fit into a pair of jeans. It could be that you want to look like you did when you were 20. It could be that you want to avoid... Um, you know, dying early of a heart disease or something like that. Maybe you've had a loved one die suddenly and it's shocked you into getting ready. It can be whatever, but you have to have a real kind of sticky reason to be healthy. Um, a big one, for example, is look, it's, it's a lot of people just want to lose weight. and But that is not a real valid reason for wanting to get, you know, get in shape. What like, what is, you know, you've got to ask yourself how much weight you want to lose uh, why do you want to lose weight? Though is the real thing. Is it because you know you want to fit into clothes better? Is it because you want to avoid disease when you're older? Is it because you know you want to build your confidence? What like what is the valid reason? Because there, like going back to the last point, there will be excuses, and when you kind of you have your real reason why that motivates you, that you know keeps you going, um, on the days you don't want to do it, you know that's that'll what keep you going. Um, you know, is it like a lot of people, you know, do you just want to lose weight or kind of get healthy because of social pressure? Is it because like, you know, people are just, you know, harping on you think you have to be this way because that's not going to help you. It might get you going a bit, but realistically, you're going to stop. Social pressure isn't enough. And uh, social proof is the reason you want to be kind of uh, skinny or kind of lose fat or be stronger, or have a six pack, whatever. Is it social proof? Is it are you doing it not for yourself per se but are you doing it for people's perception of you like are you doing it for likes on instagram and facebook and things like that rather than kind of you know you're doing it to kind of you know because you want to be in shape and you want to be healthy and you want to be happy with yourself so you really have to have a, a good reason why you will kind of want to get in shape and once you have that why it'll really motivate you and keep you going on days that kind of you you stumble and things like that and give you a reason to train it'll also help uh, trainers and gyms uh, kind of help you along the way as well with your actual programming uh, next is generally people who are healthy they don't go on diets so they don't they don't diet per se um so going back to the point where there's no kind of silver bullet there's no four-week magic diet and there's no 12-week magic diet and those kind of things what can happen with a lot of people is when they go on these diet programs is where do you go after so if you're on a 12-week program what happens week 13 if you go on a you know a four-week crash diet of just drinking lemon juice what happens in week five when you go back to regular food and your body you know actually starts functioning properly again um healthy people generally and fit people and all that kind of stuff they generally make adjustments to their diet so for example if you are training quite heavily and you're you know you're kind of you're going you let's say you've gone from three days to five days people might adjust their diet up to eat more calories so that they have fuel to train that way or similarly if people know they're going uh, they're not having much time and they'll train less they might adjust their diet down you know like that so if they're not going to the gym as much not training as much they'll adjust their diet down they'll literally change what they're eating or eat less food they're not going to be kind of particularly hung up on like a particular diet they'll just adjust their food based on what they're doing so if they're more active they'll eat more if they're less active they'll eat less and similar like that and that's what uh, the mindset you kind of got to get into long term is just just make adjustments because 
it's not like a, a 12 week thing it's a lifetime thing so there's going to be natural events that derail your diet anyway like nights out uh, weddings social events you know birthdays cake randomly being given to you or someone calling over at your house you haven't you know or you going out with friends those are natural things that you make adjustments into your diet you don't kind of have an all or nothing mentality that's not a healthy mindset to have you make adjustments that fit your goals and align with you and you work from there so it's not a case that like your diet, you know, at 11 o'clock you have a brownie with a friend in a cafe and that's the whole day what, you know, wiped out or the whole week wiped out or your all your, your 12 week diet program wiped out. It's just a case that you had a brownie, you adjust it into your diet, you make allowances for it, you, you know, you make it maybe less the next day or maybe less in the evening to account for it. Or maybe you do a bit more exercise over the next few days to, you know, work it off or whatever. But you make it work for you and you make adjustments to your diet and you kind of... Uh, balance it out a bit and that's what kind of you the attitude you kind of have as opposed to having this uh, all or nothing like I'm doing this for 12 weeks this for 12 weeks this for 12 weeks mindset it's kind of you make adjustments um, that leads into point four so most people and the vast majority of people who are in good shape or uh, healthy and overall uh, overall good they know generally what they're eating and what I mean by that is they know how much calories they need as a person they know how much protein they generally need to take for their body and they have a general idea of carbs and fats as well. And not only that, they kind of know, uh, they either do know or they have a, a good approximation of how many calories are in certain foods they eat, how much proteins and foods they eat, how much carbs and fat are in foods they eat. And, the, and I don't say now they literally can call it off the top of their head. They might be using an app like MyFitnessPal or something to track it, but they'll have a good idea of what they're eating. They're not going to kind of go, broccoli is good for me, so I'll just eat broccoli. They have a good understanding of what food they need to uh, fuel their body to give themselves proper nutrition so that they are running properly. So they're not malnourished, they're not overfed and malnourished or anything like that, or underfed and malnourished, that they're properly eating proper vitamins, minerals and protein, getting the proper macronutrients in their diet. And they, they have a good understanding. And the reason this is very handy is if you understand the basics of what's in food, so you understand how much protein's in a steak or how much protein's in chicken roughly and different things like that. When you do go out and you do have to go out for meals and stuff like that, you'll be able to kind of understand roughly how much calories you're having per meal. And obviously they're higher when you're going out because they'll be made, you know, with more sugar, more fat, more, you know, carbohydrates, more tasty things that make you enjoy them more. But once you have a good understanding of what's in them, you can make adjustments to your diet as to the previous point much easier because you have that knowledge to make those adjustments. As well as that, most people generally eat the same amount of food all the time, or sorry, same the same foods all the time. So most people generally eat about 20, you know, 20 foods all the time, you know, they eat the same fruit, they eat the same meat, they eat the same fish. So once you kind of know what calories and the base foods you eat, it's very easy to adjust, very easy to understand what you're eating, and you can make adjustments from that. So that's the next thing that I would say people do. Um, then uh, the next topic, number five, is people have a plan. So you might have an aim, so you might have a reason why. Now it's about the plan. So how are we going to get you there? So let's say weight loss or fat loss is the big one for most people when they join a gym or in the in the fitness industry. It's generally fat loss. So that's kind of, if you go into someone going, I want to lose weight, that's kind of a statement of intent, which is brilliant, but it's not a plan. So imagine going to someone, you know, I want to build a house and people just turn up with 
bricks and they turn up with you know everything else and they start just digging a hole in the ground for the foundation and suddenly bricks are going everywhere pipes are going everywhere and there's no real kind of plan to it and you're hoping it all works out for the best and that's kind of what it's like if you've no plan if you've no blueprint if you've no kind of structure to how you're going to get there it's very hard to get you there so let's say a good example is let's say you have a wedding coming up and it's now uh, it's December and you have a wedding coming up in June. So you have six months between now and that wedding. So let's say you want to be a certain size or a certain weight, a certain weight and certain size for that wedding. So you fit into the dress, you fit into the suit. What you could do is we take measurements, we take weight, we work out what you want to be in six months time. And then we can work backwards from that date to see what you have to do in the meantime to get there. And because of that, we have a plan so we can plan your diet, you can plan your exercise, you can plan your training all around your lifestyle with loads of time ahead to work it in. So that's why it's key to kind of have um, to kind of have a plan uh, so that you can kind of have benchmarks. You can set yourself small goals that are achievable so you keep momentum and that keeps you going training or keeps you eating healthy so it doesn't look so long so that you can compartmentalize it back and that's a very important thing when you are doing exercise and training that you do give yourself small wins and small rewards and small kind of victories because it keeps you motivated and it keeps you going you know so that's what i would say is have a plan so similarly if you were conversely let's say you were in a sport and you know you got to be in x amount of shape for x x shape for x date you can work backwards from there and that's what you do you look at your end goal and you work backwards and you plan around it now obviously things will get in the way of that but that goes back to our earlier point about making adjustments in regards to your diet and your training you just find a way and you make adjustments so that's the important thing you plan pick a date make a plan and use with your trainer you'll be able to make a plan and work together to have the best kind of goals for yourself um the next one is mindset so having a particular mindset with regards to training and exercise and eating healthy and kind of living healthy in general. Um, previously, like I said there, once you get started, seeing changes towards your goal gets very exciting and very motivating. Um, what I would say is uh, having a healthy mindset is, um, you know, it's a vague, it's a very vague term. And you see a lot of people kind of uh, marketing towards, you know, that you do this to be happy or this to be motivated or whatever. What I would say is that, look, um, in regards to health and exercise, it's a long-term thing. So what I would say is, um, you know, if if the type of exercise you're doing, you know, is it's it, if, if you don't like the type of exercise you're doing or the exercise you're being made do, you're probably not going, it's probably not going to work out, you know. You're probably not going to do it. You're going to stop doing it. Um, you're not going to enjoy it particularly it's going to be a chore it's going to be a slog so you're probably not going to do it so this is why um you know you'll see some people rave about certain exercises certain styles of training when other people will like balk at the idea of it and that's because it's not for everyone you know some people love um you know doing a high intensity style training some people love lifting heavy weights some people love a combo some people love running some you know there's there's thousands of ways of exercising to improve your health um so you should try and find a method of exercise and training you you overall enjoy and of course it's not always going to be enjoyable there will be days that it's hard and there will be days you don't want to do it but in the long term if you enjoy it nine times out of ten you're going to keep doing it and keep you active and that's the same with eating and general things if you 
if you're on a diet that literally you absolutely hate, like you cannot stick to it, it's just impossible. You're not going to be able to do it. And if you're working with a nutritionist or a coach or someone like that, they will work with you to find your style of eating. That's why there's hundreds of styles of diets out there to get people to eat a certain way, whether it's to eat more to gain weight or to eat less to lose weight. There's fasting diets, there's um, restriction diets, there's you know calorie tracking, all these things. There's loads of forms of diets and basically... The one that works for you might again that might not work for someone else. So you have to have the mindset of that like it's it's you know it's different for everyone. And you can't be dogmatic and you know kind of stick to your guns. And previously, like I said, you kind of have to be adaptable to ideas because things change. But you know, once you enjoy your exercise and you overall have a good attitude towards um, the changes you're making and you do start seeing results, it gets motivating and it's a nice positive uh, feedback loop and you'll generally get better and better and better. Um, the next one is um, generally people see exercise and uh, health in general as kind of an investment in themselves for their life and their quality of life particularly. So there's countless studies that shows that exercise uh, improves your mort- or lowers your mortality rate, so you'll live longer, it reduces your risk for, I mean, numerous diseases, lowers your chances of being obese, a good diet, for example, if you eat a good healthy diet that suits your body and suits your goals, you probably won't be obese, um, which, you know, decreases your rate for disease again. So the, so the best way I always say to people is that being health, uh, exercise and good diet is like a pension for your health. You know, if you pay into a pension fund, the idea is that you give a bit of your money now and the long term that the fund will pay out and you'll be able to, you know, enjoy enjoy some extra money when you're retired. Your health is the same, except it's probably more important because you can have all the money in the world, but if you're bedbound, that money is pretty useless. So if you're stuck, if you can't have the freedom to go up and down the stairs, if you haven't got the freedom to walk around your house or just even walk anywhere or not play with your kids, not play with your grandkids, not play with your pets, that is just debilitating and, you know, you lose your quality of life. And exercise will give you all that as well, eating healthy, staying away from, you know, disease. So it might look like now that it's like this small, minor inconvenience to your life, you know, that your exercise, you take a half an hour, an hour of your day, maybe three, four days a week, but in the long term, it'll pay off massively. And the hope is that you won't notice it paying off when you're 60, 17, 80 or 90, that, you know, you're just doing your thing and you're still carrying shopping bags and you're still cleaning your house and you're still going up and downstairs to bed and then your friends go geez i have to move my bedroom downstairs and you're like why and it's it's a foreign concept you do think like why can't you go upstairs that's the idea you don't notice your health declining and similarly you don't notice yourself getting older but it does happen and that's why exercise and health is vital for investing in yourself and keeping yourself healthy and a big thing is you find the time you know, everyone has 24 hours a day and previously everyone's got excuses, which is understandable. But look, you find the time and make the time for it. You know what I mean? You do find it's worthwhile long term, you know, to make sure you're make sure you're healthy and make sure you're in good condition. Um, then the next one is momentum, keeping it going. OK, so momentum is a very important one. Um, it's it's very easy to fall out of uh, training and eating healthy. It just takes a few weeks and, you know, before you know it, you know, you've had a cold maybe and you missed the gym for two weeks. The next thing you're like, oh, I'll go back Monday. And then Monday comes around, you're like, oh, I couldn't be bothered and it's cold. And you're like, oh, I don't really, I'm out of training now. And uh, you get out of the habit, you get out of the routine. Um, or you go on holiday and kind of like you go, 
your diet's gone completely out the window. Now, I'm not saying you should stick to a rigorous diet on a holiday. If you're going on vacation or a holiday, you should enjoy it. But, you know, let's say you're going on a long holiday and your diet's gone completely out the window and you come back and you're like, you find it very hard to get into that diet again. And it's very easy to let momentum slip out of your hands with regards to uh, training and eating healthy. What I would say to people is always be adaptable and just, you know, if you are... If you are kind of caught for time, it's better to do something than nothing. So, for example, if you go training on Mondays and you can't make it, you know, to the gym Monday, or let's say you want to get 20 minutes, I would say go to the gym and do something and then leave. And at least it's, you'll stick to the pattern of going training Monday or go for a walk or go for a run or go for a cycle. Just do something, even if it's only for 10 minutes, that'll make sure you stay in that mindset of training. Similar if you're eating healthy and you're on, you know, and you're on vacation, of course, enjoy yourself. But, you know, you're also going to kind of try and, you know, not completely wreck your diet and just go nuts and you know so when you come back you're like oh all these desserts were lovely and all these things were lovely and then you they become part of your diet it's very easy to fall into a habit of good eating and bad eating or not bad eating i'd say like basically eating junk food um so try and keep momentum in your favor by just basically you know the days you kind of don't want to do stuff and you don't want to kind of train just trying to find a way of getting it done and you know keeping momentum on your side don't try and you know uh, excuse your way out of training you know monday and then you'll go i'll go tomorrow and then tomorrow becomes when you know wednesday and then it's thursday and then it's a week's gone and then it's two weeks gone and before you know it you're out of the habit of training and you're back to square one or worse you're behind square one because now it's been like a year and you've always been saying you'll go back don't let that happen just try and do a little bit every every day you're mean to do something try and do a little bit if you're to train three days a week just do something those days even if they're 10 minutes even if it sucks for the first minute, you'll be happy you did it after the 10th minute and it'll all be worthwhile in the long run. Uh, the next one is uh, people who are generally healthy um, or have a healthy mindset, they kind of know their weaknesses, you know, with regards to diet and exercise. So for some people, they're very good at literally, here's your program, go to the gym three days a week, do this, uh, eat this. They're perfect. They're set. They'll do that. No problem. They're in you know, I am extremely jealous of those people. But other people, like myself included, have weaknesses um, that are just, you know, you just, everyone has them. So, for example, mine is cereal. I love uh, breakfast cereal. It's extremely calorie dense and it's extremely easy to eat. So if I buy a bag of cereal, I'm going to eat the entire bag of cereal and get a huge whack of calories that throws my diet off the rails altogether by having too many calories and it's too easy to eat. And cereal is quite cheap as well. So I just don't have cereal in the house. I just don't have it anywhere. If I do have it, I get really small tubs of milk to, to, to stop myself from having loads as I don't have really good control with it. And there's other things people, you know, don't have control with. So you might be very bad at motivating yourself to go to the gym. So maybe you need a trainer to kind of, you know, kick your ass a bit and be like, you know, give you a text going, come on, are you coming to the gym today? Or come on, let's go to the gym today. Or maybe you need a friend to go training with or a running group or a group to exercise to kind of get keep you accountable to go training maybe you need that or with regards to diet maybe you're you know you need you know um the support of friends and family and people like that around you to encourage you to kind of you know eat healthier and eat healthy with you you know if you were if, for people giving up smoking you know everyone encourages them to stop smoking even smokers generally encourage smokers to stop smoking you know, so you maybe you need people like that. You must also kind of identify, do you have a kind of um, habits that might be not conducive towards your goals? So, for example, if you're trying to lose weight and you and you do find that you eat, you know, you eat food when you're bored or you eat food when you're upset or you've had a bad day or you've had a good day or do you find you eat food when you're watching TV kind of mindlessly that you're not aware of how many calories you're having, what food you're eating, you're just into the habit of eating foods. A good example of this is most people will 
um, sit down and eat, you know, kind of food when they're going to the cinema or watching a movie, you know, because that's kind of a, a trained habit that people have. Um, so just be mindful of things like that, that, you know, everyone has their weaknesses and that's perfectly acceptable. That's just natural, you know, and the idea of hiring a coach or a trainer, if you're not very good at keeping yourself accountable in training is that they will keep you accountable and they will make sure you do the training. Uh, similar if you hire a nutritionist or a dietitian, they will keep you accountable to that. But maybe you need other things. Maybe you need support from your friends, your family and things like that as well outside of just trainers and nutritionists. And the last thing that uh, healthy people have, and this isn't really no surprise, and this feeds into the last point as well, is that they have a great support community and kind of friendship that kind of uh, support them and their goals. And this is very kind of um, straightforward. You know, look, if you're trying to change your life, you know, and you're trying to get healthy and everyone in your group uh, let's say, like none of them join gyms, none of them do exercise classes, none of them eat healthy, you know, they're all just love whatever they do. It's going to be very hard for you to stick to the gym and stick to training healthy if, you, if, if that's what your social group does, you know, because you're going to be the outsider in that group and you're not going to mesh uh, very much anymore and things, you know, it'll be very hard. So converse that now, if you're the... If you're in a group of people who constantly go, who like train three days a week, they eat healthy all the time, they meet up and they have like, you know, they eat well when they go out together and they kind of only have, you know, maybe two or three drinks on a night out and they all kind of account for their kind of stuff and they keep themselves accountable to each other kind of thing. And, you know, they're all having fun and they go rather than, you know, uh, maybe, you know, going for like, uh, you know, six hours drinking, they go, do you want to go for like a two hour walk or something like that? That group is probably going to be in better, you know, physical health and kind of condition like that than the group, than the other group. Um, so just be mindful of people you're surrounding you with. If you're trying to make eat healthier and kind of make positive effects in your life of eating healthier and adding excess to your life and people are just, you know, shitting all over you or they're questioning you or they're doubting you or they're saying this is a fad or whatever, that's not supportive. You know, it's like, I go back to that cigarette analogy. Everyone generally encourages people to give up cigarettes. It should be the same for exercise and it should be the same for eating well. Because, like, you're going to live longer. You're going to be happier. You're going to have a better quality of life. It might not seem like it now because it's hard, but in the long term, it will pay off. And that's kind of the main points that kind of, you know, people should be aware of, you know, that, like, it, it, I see this a lot with people. Like, if you have families, right, if you're, if you're trying to be in shape, but you're still feeding, you know, everyone else in your family is not supporting you, you know, that's, and you're in the house to try to eat this way. It's very hard, you know, if you're, if there's junk food in the house, it's very hard to negate junk food. If the person with you is just eating junk food in front of you, you know, it's very hard to kind of, um, to stay in the habit because you feel like, you know, you're not, they, they don't think they're doing anything. They just think they're eating normal food and you feel like, oh, you know, am I kind of, you know, awkward by, you know, putting them out by not eating this food so it is very hard and that goes back to the weaknesses one just if you're finding it difficult to stay healthy and you know eat healthy and diet and stuff like that you should kind of just be like look put up your hand and go look i need help can you not have these foods in the house or can you not do this around me and if they, if they are your friend and they are your friend, they'll be like yeah fair enough that's fair enough i'll, I'll you know just run and like if it's a problem then you know, just kind of maybe work around it. But like, those are the kind of things I generally see with people is that if you kind of want to have a long, healthy lifestyle, then the people around you should kind of be of the same kind of mindset as you. And obviously, everyone's going to have different levels of that. Some people are going to be phenomenal athletes and some people are going to be more casual about it. But like, as long as everyone's kind of rowing the boat in the same direction, you should be in, you know, in, in a good way. So to recap all those points is that, look, uh, 
you kind of have to have an adaptable mindset. You kind of have to have adjust adjust things. You know, you kind of have to be able to kind of, uh, you know, not be dogmatic on things. You have to know your why. So why do you want to kind of improve your life? Why do you want to get healthy? Why do you want to diet down? Is it just a social proof thing, or is it, you know, does it, is it a deeper thing that you just you know you felt a close one you know pass away from health problems and you do want you want to avoid that. Um, not to be kind of stuck in the diet mindset and think you're just going, this is a, a lifetime and I'm going to eat, you know, kind of for long lifetime goals of being healthy and positive. And yes, there will be times when I have junk food, but that's okay because it'll all work into my lifestyle. You know, you got to know what foods you're eating, you know, similar how you how you got to know the price on items when you're buying them. You got to know the calories and stuff of the food you're eating. Otherwise, you're going to make mistakes and slip up without realizing it. You have to have a plan so you can work on a, a, a plan and a blueprint to what you're going to do and how you want to get there. So if it's the weight loss, you have to have a plan of I have this many, I have this much time period. This is how we're going to get there. That'll make it much easier. Um, you have to find an exercise you generally enjoy uh you know and you kind of have fun with it and all those kind of things and a diet style and eating style that you enjoy and have fun with so you just kind of stick to it better uh look at it like it's an investment in yourself eating healthy and uh you know exercising is an investment in your future so that you can enjoy great quality life when you're older um know your weaknesses so if you have a weakness be aware of it and try and either get someone to help you with it or find a way of dealing with it and make sure you're surrounded by people who kind of support you and encourage you and kind of bring you up because, you know, a rising tide rises all boats. And if everyone's kind of going in the same direction, then it's much easier for you to be uh, healthy and happy. All right, guys. So they're kind of general tips and kind of things that habits that general health, you know, people who are healthy and kind of have good fitness and good lifestyle have in general. Um, so if you found this list helpful, uh, please, you know, like and share this to people. Uh, if you want more information like this, you can head over to rpmfitness.ie. And of course, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all those other social media outlets. All right, guys, I hope you have a good day and we'll talk to you later.